Ultra. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the logger end of the world's end one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And joining us once again, Naomi Wong. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Happy to have you. And uh, today we're preparing to annihilate Minute 28, which begins with Oliver asking Gary not to call him O-Man and ends with Oliver's sister, Sam, arriving in the old familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get so Rosamund Pike is in the game now. Rosamund Pike has yeah. entered the party. Yes, um, we get two minutes of here her here, and then we don't see her again uh, for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> for like another another forty minutes, I think. <laughs> um, but, yeah, sounds uh, about right. Yeah, but we have her now, which is uh, you know all that matters. Um, Always a joy. Yeah. So uh, I love the uh, the hesitation that Oliver has to tell them that Sam is here, <laughs> and, and, then, and the immediate Sam's like, here. reason why. <laughs> it just he just so like eh, he knows my sisters here. Sam's here. Is there a fucking echo? I, just... <laughs> I love his entire expression. Oh God! Oh, this is th- this minute has like uh, just some like A plus plus Martin Freeman acting going on in this scene. This is so good, just put upon and annoyed, yeah. trying to stand up for himself, <laughs> like <laughs> just every combination of those yeah. things happening like seven times in this minute. My favorite is when he has the fake smile and the dead eyes. It's beautiful actual art yeah yeah it's, it's great I mean, he's been dealing with this for for decades <laughs> i'm like these guys uh, are like 40 what... years old <laughs> why yeah. and they're all acting like teenagers yeah it's just I mean, I right back in it. i guess that's sort of the point of the movie but yeah, yeah. uh it's it's uh it's pretty great i i love that um okay so here we talked about earlier how um uh, uh the the idea that uh we have Steven here who who believes that he saw quote air you know quote unquote saw <laughs> Sam saw first that. yeah um but earlier in the movie when we saw the the flashbacks it appeared that Gary saw her first technically um but it it sounds like we did not know the whole story um because uh uh, it, there was a there was a pre existing story that involved the play Cabaret, which only Pete remembers the name of, which I, <laughs> he says <laughs> with such reverence and warmth. Like, oh, yeah. Cabaret, Cabaret, Cabaret. <laughs> I remember seeing this for the first time, and that got such a big fucking laugh out of me and my friends that I saw this movie with. Yeah. <laughs> Cabaret. 
Like he still remembers it. He still remembers it, and and he and he still has he has this look on his face like. Yeah, when I was when I was fifteen, like I kind of thought that was naughty. Like Cabaret was a little naughty, and he was this little this mischievous like look on his face when he's saying it. It's just oh man, uh, Eddie Marsden is such a gift in this movie. <sighs> and they uh, and they talk Cabaret. about uh, <laughs> they talk about how Sam wore fishnets, which is uh, you know part and parcel with doing any production of Cabaret. Sure, yeah. sure, and then uh, and then Stephen got a, ca- a cabaret boner. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> life is a cabaret boner, old chum. <laughs> oh man, Adrian gonna... Keen is a really good name for the guy that all of the girls have a crush on. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah, Adrian Keen, that's real good. I um, wish he was always. I'm always like I'm always really impressed with uh with with that. Um well Adrian Keene is in the movie uh yeah. later. I mean oh, right. yeah, yeah. He's dead. Um but quotations, he, yeah. Yeah. His <laughs> his blank exists in the movie. Um but yeah, I just I like I like that name. I think it's really good. I'm always really impressed by uh when, you know, a movie has like a po- most popular guy in the school character and when the name sounds like Oh yeah, that guy would be the most popular guy in the school. I'm always really <laughs> impressed because uh, it's such a specific feeling that you have to get out of a name, uh, yeah. and and for whatever reason, Adrian Keene really does it. It's good. In uh, in high school, I had a guy like that named Jake Edwards. That mm-hmm. was just kind of like uh, like oh yeah, there he goes, Jake Edwards, fucking king of king king of the castle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tony Reidinger, I think, is one of the all-time great popular guy names in a movie. Mm. I like um, I like the one in uh, Can't Hardly Wait. Can you remember the name? Uh, yeah, Mike Dexter. Mike Dexter, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, what, what was the guy's name in Mean Girls? Aaron Samuels? Was that his name? I think. That sounds right. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, and then we Adrian get a, we get a good one. Yeah, and then we get a great Martin Freeman line. He's like, "Can we not talk about my sister in relation to <laughs> a massive heart, massive white ons? B Stephen's erect penis." <laughs> I had never heard the turn of phrase "massive white on" until this movie, uh, and just, just, just the idea of it is just the funniest thing. It's, I mean, it's awful. It's just <laughs> awful. But it's also, I, there's something like <laughs> the idea that like a bunch of like guys would create a, a like a a a a, uh, a gender flipped version of a hard on, um, is just like the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> oh my god! There's uh yeah, there's something special about the adolescent humor. <laughs> Yeah, as it's developing. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I I do I do really like I, I I really like every time they mention anything remotely sexual in regards to Sam. Oliver just like full the body cringes. Like, yeah, just it's not even a micro expression. He just like no. full body like cringes. Like, oh no, I don't like that. I don't like that. Because um, I'm sure it was way really worse good. when they were both 17. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. 
I'm sure it was. Because uh, then they would do it probably just to annoy him. Oh, yeah, because like, they, they knew, like, oh, that's how we get O-Man to, like, get uncomfortable as we talk about how hot his sister is. Right, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, in walks Rosamund Pike herself, a uh, celebrated, yeah. celebrated actress born in London, mm-hmm. uh, the child of opera singers Caroline, Caroline Friend and Julian Pike. Mm-hmm. Pike attended Badminton, Badminton School in Bristol, where she appeared mm-hmm. as Juliet in a production of Romeo and Juliet at the National Youth Theater, and was noticed by an agent who helped her embark upon a professional career. After being turned down by each stage school to which she applied, she gained a place to read English literature at Oxford, where she graduated with an upper second-class honors degree in 2001, having taken a year off to pursue an acting career, gaining stage experience in David Hare's Skylight and Arthur Miller's All My Sons and several plays by Shakespeare. While at Oxford, she acted and directed in various plays uh, before making her uh, before making television appearances and shows like a rather English miscarriage or a rather English marriage. <laughs> That's a different movie, man. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and uh, and yeah, and one of her first credits, uh, fortunately, unfortunately, was a uh, 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 role of the uh, the Bond girl in Die Another Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm a really really big fan of Rosamund Pike. She uh, appears in J- as Jane in the uh, Joe Wright film Pride and Prejudice. I, did, I never knew this until just now. She actually dated the actor who played Mr. Bingley in that film. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Ro- Rosamund Pike, so in Die Another Day, that's the one with Terry Hatcher, so she shares Bond girl status with Terry mm-hmm. Hatcher, right? No, Die Another no. Day is the one with Jinx. With I Halle don't know Berry. who that is. Halle Berry. Oh, Halle Berry. Oh, Halle Berry, okay. Hallelujah, Halle Black, Halle Black. Okay, so she yeah. shares Bond girl status with Halle Berry in that yeah. movie. Okay, interesting. There's always two. I don't like that. I've never. There's liked that. always two. There are. There's <laughs> yeah. a. There's a really really great episode of a podcast that I love called Off Camera with Sam Jones, where uh, uh, photographer Sam Jones interviews uh, usually actors, and uh, the Rosamund Pike episode is really great because she talks about how, because of her look, because of just her you know her 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 presence or whatever she never really got to play young people uh-huh like she's really young and die another day i think she's like 20 like early 20s uh-huh and yet her physicality she reads as like a much older woman and her character is re- reads as much older in that movie and so she has to like seduce pierce brosnan <laughs> yeah and and yeah and she kind of talks about how she never really I don't know. Her, her her career is just so interesting to me, and I'm, I'm I'm grateful that she's gotten we've gotten some good work out of her in film, uh, or good performances in film. But you know, it always seems like she's an actor who was frustrated with her, uh, the way she reads on camera as opposed to her actual age and experience. And so she's mm-hmm. had a weird her experience has been kind of catching up with herself on camera. Yeah. Yeah. The the one two punch of this in 2013 and uh Gone Girl in 2014 really put her on the map for me. I was just like, wow. Definitely. She's she's awesome cuz I was never a Bond guy, so like I didn't I I never saw Die Another Day, so like I don't I I didn't know her from that. I hadn't seen the Pride and Prejudice movie, so I didn't know her from that. So this was the first time I had ever seen Rosamund Pike in anything. Uh and then it was like the very next year we got Gone Girl, and she's amazing in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just uh, a very underrated actress, I think. Most deaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also an underrated actor. <laughs> True. 
When was the last time he was in something? I don't know. Yeah. He's really good in Hitchhiker's Guide, though. He's great. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Rosamund Pike. Good. Good. <laughs> good stuff. Uh. Yeah. What? So. Uh. Uh. Naomi, what was your? What were your kind of? What were your thoughts? You talked about the first time that you saw this movie, but what were your thoughts the first time that you saw it? Like, how did you feel about it going into it, being a fan of those uh, first two films, and no, enough so that you went and saw that that trilogy screening? Well. I mean, everything sort of timed out with the with the screening as well because I was in London and I had friends in London who were also fans of things like mm-hmm. like this. Um, so I'm like, usually things that get me to do that sort of thing is if I have like at least one friend who will join me in my madness. Um, sure. But I'll, I'll be honest, this is my least favorite of the trilogy. This is my least favorite of the films. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I enjoy more now when I look back and I, I rewatch it, I enjoy the character. Like I it's very well performed. I, the, 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 the fight scenes are fantastic. Um, and the characterizations and, and, and the way that the, the, their interactions unfold and their past and everything. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the bottom of the pile for me. Sorry guys. Um, it's a short pile. Yeah, it's a, it's a short. I mean, the, the thing is, it's it's one of those things as well where, for in my for me personally, it suffers from the fact that it is the third of this trilogy of films that I love because it had such a high bar to live up to in my mind. You know, it it made it more difficult. If it if it hadn't have been in that line of, I might have enjoyed it more. I don't know. It's hard to tell because it did come as part of the trilogy. Um, but yeah, no, I just sort of. I was very tired when I watched this the first time. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was tired and young and on a sugar crash because they gave us Cornettos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember I was tired because I, <laughs> I had found out that night that Ben Affleck was going to play Batman. and um, Oh, I remember that. Yeah. It was the, <laughs> I, was, uh, I, I like came out between Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz to get more snacks. <laughs> And found out that Ben Affleck was being Batman and everyone in line, that's all anyone was talking about. And so then by the time I got to the break between Hot Fuzz and The World's End, I was just tired of the world talking about Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck Affleck playing Batman. Ben Affleck Affleck. is tired of the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, I felt like all of those tired Ben Affleck memes. Uh, (laughs) So I, 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 I was, uh, I definitely was not in the right mindset going into uh, the world's end. I think I was excited, but all I was thinking about was bad Fleck and Mm. the like (laughs) over over the course of the hot fuzz, it went from people being like, wow, what a weird choice to this is going to be terrible. Bat Fleck. This is ridiculous. So dumb. And it was just like, man, I am so exhausted by the internet. (laughs) If only you knew. Yeah, I know. The depths of exhaustion. How much worse it would get. You know what's Uh, interesting, though, is like, yeah, remembering, like, yeah, I I remember exactly where I was. I was with, like, a couple of friends, and I was on my phone, and, like, Slash Form or whatever was, like, Ben Affleck's playing Batman. And I was like, oh, cool. He's he's the bomb in Phantoms, yo. That should be good. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, I wonder if those people who, back in 2013, were like, oh, Ben Affleck, fuck that. This is going to suck. Are now like Ben Affleck's the best Batman who ever. You're a fucking release the Snyder cut. Like I wonder if those are the same dudes. A lot of them, probably. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because they have no self awareness. So yeah, sure. I, I can't wait yeah. to see all the people who come out of the fold for for Robert Pattinson when that stuff happens. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just hope he's weird as shit. Yeah, oh, I he will wanna, be. I mean, I just, uh, one yeah. of my favorite factoids I've heard about this guy is that he had a stalker, and he thought, you know what? I'll take her on a date. Why not? Like this, this, this girl who followed him everywhere, stood outside his house and all sorts, took her on a date, complained the entire time about like just stuff, just the way he does. And then she sure. never came back again. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Imagine the power. <laughs> he just scared her away. <laughs> he just bored her to death. She was like, oh, this guy complains a lot. Never mind. <laughs> she just rethought well, her life over one dinner with him. God, I hope I hope she did. I hope she really did rethink her life and didn't just like, you know, take that obsession and just oh, move God. it to a new subject. Oh, yeah, the people not. that are the people that are on the screen are just regular kind of boring flawed people. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wish more people understood that. I mean, Yeah. Like don't get me wrong, I get excited when I meet someone who like I love their work and I've been following it for ages, but also like I never forget that there are just another person who is living in this world and are just more affluent and lucky than I am to have been in the right places and know the right people and you know yeah yeah people Pedestals, the, man. famous people's lives are not as glamorous as everyone seems to think that they are but no they're just in slightly bigger houses and when I say slightly I mean very much bigger houses and or houses <laughs> yeah or houses <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oh wow. well. Anyway, um, all right. I mean, I don't, I don't really have anything else uh, to talk about here. Yeah, um, excited to get to more Rosman Pike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't have any like, <laughs> I don't have any like embarrassing boner stories or anything. So, <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> I, uh, I remember, I remember, I was doing my my freshman year of college. We did a production of. Uh, a Rocky Horror pic- a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what a different vibe that is for some reason. Just a uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show where I played Brad. And, you know, being like 18, 19, I, I knew that there was going to be a part where me and Janet were just going to be like in our underwear for like an hour on stage uh-huh. together. And I was just like worried. I was like, what if the, what if the unthinkable happens? Uh-huh. Uh, because, you know, like the actress playing Janet was really attractive and I was 18 and I was like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? And so uh, a uh, an upperclassman was like, hey, man, just wear two pairs of underwear. Just wear two, <laughs> just wear briefs over briefs. You'll be fine. And I was like, it's a great idea. And then when the night came, it actually it, a lesson that I've learned since is that I was so focused on the performance and being on stage that it never even uh, became an issue. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's always the fear of it happening is always more powerful than any it actually <laughs> happening. Um, it does not happen as often as uh, as uh, entertainment would like you to believe. Yeah. It's like that great episode of Entourage where uh, drama is worried about popping a boner. Sure <laughs> drama. <Jesus. laughs> oh, drama. I wonder what he's doing right now. I don't know, man. Yikes. Yeah, where's the where's the entourage quarantine special? Oh, hey, baby bro, how you doing? Are you quarantining? <laughs> He'd go back to Queens. He's always said, if anything goes wrong, I'm just going to go back to Queens. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, 
<laughs> the Entourage Quarantine Special, probably coming soon. Uh, also coming soon this Saturday, uh, The Other Side of Solitary live read. It's a screenplay that Nick and I wrote. It's a romantic comedy. We like it a lot. We're very, very proud of it. Naomi is starring as the female lead, Ellie. Uh, Zach Luna is uh, playing David, the the male lead. Nick is performing in it. I'm reading stage direction, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this thing on Saturday. There's gonna be original music. We're putting on a show, so uh, go subscribe to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Dueling Genre. Um, you know, to hit the little bell for the alert so that you know you can you can undo the bell after Saturday. I don't post enough videos on YouTube that I actually care that you have notifications turned on. But, you know, for the, for the sake of, of the live read on Saturday, maybe turn the notifications on so you know when it's happening. But it is happening this Saturday, May 9th at noon. Uh, and uh, yeah, I hope to see all of you there uh, watching as we um, do this thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. But uh, in the meantime, let's do it. Do you remember